Welcome to the Drink Less, Live More podcast. If you are a woman that is wanting to evaluate your relationship with alcohol, you come to the right place. There are no hard and fast rules and you don't have to call yourself anything. You're just a woman that knows something isn't working for her and you are wanting to make an intentional change. I'm Rachel Pritz and I'll walk alongside you as you learn to drink less and live more. Let's go. Welcome back to Drink Less, Live More. I'm going to kick off this week with a testimonial from actually one of my very first clients that joined my program back in January of 2022. So a little less than a year ago. I'm starting to get in a lot of long-term results. So I would consider, you know, nine months, it's pretty long-term results. Um, And it's been really cool to see and hear how the program has transformed women's lives. Um, They're doing all the hard work. So I want to, I want to keep that in mind. You know, I know um, I've thanked my coach endlessly, like, gosh, you made such a huge difference in my life. And she's like, no, I didn't. You did the work. And I really do think that's true. I just gave them permission to explore it in a way that made sense to them. And I think that is why they've been successful. So I'm going to read you the testimonial and then we'll jump into our topics for this week. Here we go. I was a classic candidate for Rachel's program, an everyday wine drinker with a minimum of two full glasses and frequently an entire bottle at the end of each day. I had tried to stop completely numerous times, but would fail after four to five days. When I heard about a program that didn't require you to stop drinking, it piqued my interest. Nine months later, I now plan my drinking according to my calendar and have cut back by 80%. I no longer need, in quotations, my wine at the end of each day. Instead, I reach for a zero ginger ale or a non-alcoholic Prosecco. I pour it into a wine glass and I relax. I was able to substitute my alcohol habit with non-alcohol and now rarely drink alcohol at home. It didn't take long for me to understand that it is the habit of unwinding at the end of the day that I need, and alcohol doesn't have to be part of that relaxation time. I still have two glasses of wine when we go out to dinner one to two times a week, but have attended many parties and events and order club soda and lime instead of wine. I feel better mentally and I don't miss the middle of the night headaches and physically I'm more motivated to exercise. It's great to know that I can still drink, but I don't feel like I need to just to get through the day. Rachel's program is transformative and I can't recommend it enough. So I think that last, you know, part of that where, where she says, I, it's great to know that I can still drink. I feel the same way. It's so great that, you know, I could drink if I wanted to, I actually don't want to, and I don't feel like I need it like I did. So I love that because she has really dismantled the desire to drink or at least to over drink. Um, and she's really, you know, has a great relationship with alcohol. I asked her on her last call, do you feel like you have the relationship with alcohol that you were seeking? And she immediately answered yes. And that's all I ask for. That's all I want for people is that they, they can look themselves in the mirror and say, I have a really good relationship with alcohol, the one that I really want. So for some people that might be never drinking again, for some people, it might be this scenario that she just described. I think she has made so much progress And, uh, we had to battle the perfectionism thing. We really did. We had to battle that the whole way. Um, and I think once she gave herself permission to have some self-compassion and to not be like, Oh, I have to quit 100%. I'm going to quit 80%. Perfect. Still a B. 
That's fantastic. I was a B student. Why would I expect that I could be an A plus at everything that I do in life when I was a B student? So, um, so I love, I love that testimonial. It's why I do what I do. Um, and it's nice to see some of those longer term results coming in. Um, you know, I've done all this work on myself, um, but doing it with other clients and other people has been really just so satisfying in, in my career and with what I do. So I want to jump into our topic at hand, um, and that is what I missed when it comes to alcohol and what I think most people missed. So when I first started working with this particular client, we did tackle the ritual side of things. You know, it was something that hasn't, didn't really dawn on, on me during my own journey, but I think it's totally true for me. Um, and, and Sarah, Kate, and I talked about this. So if you haven't listened to that episode, we, she actually talked about this and I was like, yeah. And then I get this testimonial and I'm like, yeah. So modern day women hardly ever have space to relax. You know, we're always thinking about something. We're always thinking about the next thing. We have a huge mental load that we carry. So it's very rare for us to get the time and space to actually relax. And I think that's, part of what we're seeking when we sit down to have our wine or our drinks is relaxation. And what this person, this client learned was that she didn't need alcohol to relax and she still got the ritual, which is really what she wanted was to sit on the couch and relax. I was the same way. I really missed that ritual, but I think I missed the relaxation. That's really what it was. So when I realized that I could, I could still have that ritual, that was such a game changer for me. And, you know, it was for this particular client that I have talked about, and it has been for a lot of my clients when I'm like, Hey, there's tons of alcohol free options. Don't get rid of the ritual. Keep that comfort. Um, keep that time and space for rest and still have a drink, just one that doesn't have alcohol in it. So that was a big hurdle to get over. Once I connected that or was able to find a solution to that problem, I was like, oh, cool. This is awesome. Like I, I would be fine with never drinking alcohol again. The second major fear that I hear um, from clients, and this was a fear of mine, was the loss of connection. So many of our social gatherings and even the center of what we do is surrounded by alcohol. So, you know, we might say, oh, let's go have a drink. Um, after the kids are in bed or let's go, you know, like let's meet for cocktails. You know, we may not have time for full dinner, but we can catch up over a drink. That's really common, you know? And so I was afraid. I thought, gosh, like, what am I going to do for a connection to other people? And there's something about it that it's like, it's fun to, to be included in, in that whole thing. So if people open a bottle of champagne and you're all drinking your bubbles together, that feels like connection too. So I was worried about that. And quite frankly, I don't have a huge friend circle. I have a lot of who, like, they're more than acquaintances. That's not the right word. But I have a lot of people that I can connect with on a deep level. So in one-on-one conversations, I can connect with those people very deeply. Um, But, you know, like, I wasn't wasn't as worried about the social side of things only because, you know, I'm a 40-plus-year-old woman that has a family and we have our own things going on, you know? So it's like, it's not like I am hanging out with friends all day, every day. So I was, I was somewhat worried about this, but it was like, gosh, like, how am I going to socialize and how's that going to look? So two years into this, I find it to be really interesting, all the fears that I actually had and the things that actually happened because they were not, um, the fear, like what happened actually wasn't what I had feared. So 
I think the first big fear is people are going to judge me. They're not going to want to hang out with me because I'm not drinking. Most people don't care, quite frankly. You know, like I said, I'm in my, you know, 40s plus and people don't care. <laughs> they don't care what I do. They sometimes find it interesting. So they ask me questions about it, not in a like rude or probing way, but they are genuinely like, maybe I want to try that. Where'd you get that alcohol-free thing that you're drinking? So it's a really created some really fantastic conversations. Professionally, I used to sort of steer away from it talking about it. And now I talk about it all the time. And I have found so many amazing people and created just great relationships that have been hotwired because I've shared something that seems vulnerable to me, but they see it as being brave and they're immediately connected to it. So I have loved that. That's been fantastic. I have deeper connections with people that don't drink alcohol or people that are sort of, you know, a little behind me in this journey and looking to me for mentorship and coaching. Um, I have way deeper connections with them than I ever did with people that I drank with. So that's pretty cool. Um, I was worried about some of the friends cause you know, typically people hang around with people that are similar drinking habits as them, you know? So we hung around with people that drank a lot and you know, some of those people haven't come around very much. They haven't asked us to go to dinner. They haven't invited us over for wine cause that's what we, what we used to do. And that has actually been great. <laughs> that's been fine. One of the things I started to recognize when I was sober is who I actually wanted to spend time with. Who do I want to spend my valuable time with? And it's with people that I connect with on a deep level. And that wasn't always happening with the people that we drank with. So keeping that in mind that sometimes, yes, relationships do dissolve, but sometimes they needed to. Sometimes it's a good thing. So I found a lot of, you know, other women, men out there too, that are either sober because they have to be or sober for choice. And that's been awesome. You know, like I would have never met those people without that connection point. So those are the two biggest things that I really hear that people miss. Like I miss the ritual, I miss the habit, and I miss, I miss the human connection. Or I haven't actually experienced losing the human connection. I just fear that's what's going to happen. So I really want you to um, try it on, like see what happens. Uh, you'll be surprised the people that don't dump you like you assume they will and the people that really stick around. And you might be surprised at some of those relationships that just have ran their course and it's time to let those go. No problem with that either. There's billions of people in the world. And as we move through life and we evolve and transition, there will be some of those people that will stay and some of those people that will go. And I think that's actually a beautiful thing from a human connection standpoint that we have so much opportunity to find the people that fit in that season of life. So have a great week. Try on this whole idea of the relaxation versus the alcohol and see how that lands for you. You might feel like you need the alcohol to actually get to the relaxation, but just like sit down and sit still for like five minutes. No like phones, no anything. And just see what happens, you know, see what happens. Uh, you can put a pretty drink, a glass of whatever, ginger ale. That's what this particular client has always done. Ginger ale in a fancy glass. Cool. Do that. Like sit, sit back, kick your feet up, um, set some boundaries with your family. If you got, you know, kids jumping all over you, like I need 10 minutes. I need 10 minutes and I am not to be bothered. 
that's fine. Set some boundaries with, with the people in your life um, and see if you can create that relaxation time. Have a wonderful week. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you can be reminded of new episodes. This is not intended to be medical advice. This is for gray area drinkers that are wanting to evaluate their relationship with alcohol and cut back or quit altogether. If alcohol isn't ruining your life, but it's certainly not making it any better, you're in the right place.